Welcome to the PMA Path, where we focus on small changes that make big impacts. We talk about habits, hobbies, and actionable lifestyle choices that have helped us change for the better and have a mindset full of that PMA. I hope you enjoy the show. PMAers. It's good to be back. Uh, been out for a few months uh, with some life changes. Uh, got a new job, moved cities, had to reset up, uh, sort of reset up life amid the pandemic and the summer. Uh, kids out of school. So it's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, got an exciting new episode to share with you today. Uh, so welcome back. Thanks for your patience and uh, hoping to get some more episodes out here in the near future. Uh, but today I'm fired up to share with you uh, Bill Purnell from at Cold Water Transformations, which is a Facebook group and Instagram page and just a general uh, really positive dude uh, who joined on the show to talk about his transformation uh, over the last almost two years now uh, where he, he lost his job. He was depressed. He was overweight and he was sort of at a crossroads in life, um, trying to figure out what his next step was. So he's 58 years old, unemployed, uh, amid the pandemic of COVID-19. This is early 2020 and he was drawn to the cold water. So he started, uh, doing cold tubbing and, uh, cold water exposure and really turned his whole outlook around Um, lost a ton of weight and has been sort of being evangelical about sharing his experience with others because it helped him so much. Uh, From the second he starts talking, you can tell his energy is off the charts, contagious, his enthusiasm will draw you in and his story is pure inspiration. Uh, You can find Bill on Facebook and Instagram under the show notes. I have links and uh, follow his story, get advice, learn from him and others uh, and this, this episode really just about stepping beyond your comfort zone to do more than you thought you could and, uh, realizing that it's never too late. So sit back, welcome back, enjoy the show. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Bill Purnell, welcome to the PMA path. Thanks for joining. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited about this. Me too. Me too. So uh, let's see if we can take a step back. We, we connected not very long ago, um, on social media and I think we have some similar interests. So we reached, or you reached out to me and we went back and forth and we had a quick conversation about a week ago and, uh, here we are, man. So I'm excited to dig into your story and, uh, what you're, what you're experiencing and what you're all about and the message that you're putting out in the world. Uh, from a positive perspective. So thanks again for coming on and we're happy to have you. Yeah, I, you know, I'm thrilled. I, I love what you're doing, um, especially in, in the world that we live in right now with a pandemic, uh, with, you know, a, a lot of challenges that are out there, you know, to have a positive mental out, you know, attitude. I mean, that's, that's really what this is all about. So um, I, I appreciate what you're doing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So so for the listeners, Bill is uh, a cold water enthusiast. Um, and if you've listened to the show before, you know that that sometimes pops into the topics that we're discussing. Um, not necessarily just in cold water, but putting yourself in uncomfortable situations um, on purpose and, and trying to, um, to build some fortitude and, and also get the, the benefits of that. So before we get too deep into your practice and, and what's been going on in your world, sure. can we just get like a quick backstory on who you are, where you're coming from? Yeah. Um, all that stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll go back just a couple of years and, and we, we can delve into some of the other things that we talked about before, but I'll, I'll keep it simple in terms of cold water. Um, during the pandemic, at, right at the beginning of the pandemic, I had actually, um, I'd lost my job. Um, I was in a, in a company that um, I was the oldest person, um, and that wasn't an issue because I got a pretty sizable raise in October. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic started to happen. Uh, people over 55 were at more risk. 
And all of a sudden there was a restructure in my business, a restructure that involved me leaving, but everybody younger than me staying. So, um, you know, I, I was pretty devastated at that point. Um, I'm, I was 58 at the time. Um, my fear is that, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, being my age, which I don't think is very old, but from a business standpoint is, uh, it gets a little scary. Yeah. Um, at that point, I was just like, you know what? If my age got me, I've got to be in better shape. I've got to look better. I've got to be better, you know? And so I had really two choices feel sorry for myself, complain about this and, and, and say this wasn't fair and blame it on somebody else or take an opportunity to say, you know what, I got to get better. So I decided to get better. The problem is in the middle of a pandemic, when they began to shut down everything, including things like gyms, yeah. how do you get in shape when you don't have anything at your disposal? I couldn't buy anything in terms of even the stores. A lot of the stores weren't carrying anything at that point in terms of exercise equipment. It was all gone. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, how do I make myself better? So I started doing some research um, and realized that, you know, at, I had done some stuff with like even Noom, trying to eat right, doing some things. It just, it just wasn't working. I was convinced my metabolism was a little bit slower than it needed to be. Um, I needed to jumpstart something. So I started doing some research on cold water and saw some amazing benefits. And the two that jumped out to me really fast was one, it increased your metabolism. Um, it helped you burn calories. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a good thing because I'd like to lose some weight. And the other was it, <clears throat> it boosts your immunity. Well, in the, in the middle of a pandemic, I think boosting your immunity is probably a pretty good thing. Yeah, And no so I, I decided to, pardon the pun, uh, jump in with both feet. And so uh, I actually had a tank outside. Um, and this is not normally the way you would start cold water. A lot of times people start it with maybe just, you know, a, initial uh, uh, maybe cold showers or something really small and kind of just kind of coming in. My feeling was I really believed in it. And I think that's an important aspect of it. When I really researched it, understood it, believed in the science. And I said, you know what, I think this can work. And so I just started to add it and started doing, you know, 10, 15 minutes worth of, you know, exposure, um, learning to breathe through and kind of understanding what was necessary and amazing things started to happen. Um, I started losing weight. Um, I was losing two, three, four pounds a week. It was just, it was, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I started to only, you know, it's almost like you pinch yourself kind of going, this is going too good. What, what's, what's, what's up here. Right. Um, but the one thing I started to, so the net result was I lost a total of 35 pounds in the middle of the pandemic. Most people were gaining anywhere from 16 to 30 pounds. And I did the opposite. I, I lost 35. And although it was wonderful to be able to see the change in me in terms of physically um you know i got a chance to drop my uh cholesterol medication i was having I, the point at that point i was having i had high cholesterol i dropped my me my medication because my cholesterol numbers came down so so quick um the 35 pounds obviously looked good but there was something bigger and it was my confidence it was my ability to be able to do more and there's a concept you know called cross adaptation when you you start to learn to do one thing that you didn't think you can do, you can start to apply that in other places. And that's right. in, in really, a, in short order, it's a positive mental attitude. I started to feel so good about myself and what I could do that it opened doors to do more. And so um, I started getting really excited about this. I wanted to be able to share this with others. This is something, the whole cold water thing still isn't really done in the US. It's been widely accepted in, it's been obviously in Europe for a long, long time, the Scandinavian countries, really kind of brought it to the forefront. Yeah. Uh, wild swimming's got big in the UK, um, but it's still not big here. It's kind of a polar bear plunge where people run in and run back out and then wait till next January 1st to do that again. They haven't put it into their natural regime of being able to be more healthy. And so I just wanted to be able to, I started to read so much garbage on cold water in terms of telling people, oh, this is really dangerous. You know, th this can be real problems, hypothermia, all of this. And I'm like, boy, they've got it all wrong here. There's so many different benefits to cold water. And if you just know what you're doing, it's really easy. And if this was in a pill, everyone would be taking it. 
So I decided to try to do a Facebook group called Cold Water Transformations and started to really give the, the science of this thing, any of the research that were out there, just letting people know. And, um, you know, all of a sudden I started to get a quick following with this. And I think people started to really embrace the fact that, you know, if I can improve my immunity, if I can improve my longevity, which is nothing better than being able to be here a little bit longer, I cherish every day. Um, and if you can also lose weight on this thing, God, this what, what a great combination of, of things. And so I've got kind of evangelical about this. I really want to try to help people to be able to use it and encompass it in their lives. Um, I learned a little bit differently than others. Um, and I'm hoping that I can kind of bring this to the forefront and be able to have people understand that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, no, that's great. So, so how, so you, you talked about getting started and, and kind of jumping right in and a lot of people maybe turn the water cold at the end of their shower or kind of right. dabble. So what, what does that look like? Does that look like going and finding a cold lake or cutting a big chunk of ice out of the way and jumping in or deep? So I didn't, I didn't go that extreme right in the beginning. I actually have a, a water tank. I've got a, a clear tank. Um, uh, and I'm just fortunate. My, my, my wife and I had done some things in magic. And, and so I had uh, a tank, a three by three tank. And because of the pandemic, we weren't doing anything. You know, she wasn't doing anything in, in, in magic. And so I'm like, you know, the tank's sitting out there. Why don't I fill that up? It was when I started to do this, I did my research in February and was ready to do it probably by mid-March. And so in New England, mid-March, you know, you're still getting, you know, teens and 20s outside. Yeah. So I, I built it up with water and just left it outside. My first plunge was uh, 35 degree water. Um, and I had actually learned about this because we were trying to encompass it. And even some of my wife's an escape artist. And so we try to encompass it in some of what she was doing. She's not a big fan of cold water. Um, you know, I was more tolerant, but when I was doing it, I was just gutting it out. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of gutting it out. Yeah. And we, 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 I came upon a, a Russian free diver named Natalie Avisenko, and she had done some, uh, an amazing swim in the, um, the White Sea up in the Arctic. And she wanted to be able to swim with beluga whales. They don't like um, neoprene. They don't like kind of the wetsuit material. It scares them. They stay away from that. Um, and so she was convinced if she did it, and I know this sounds crazy, but if she did it sans a wetsuit, which means naked, that they would be more inclined to come closer to her. And, and she's got some amazing video of this. She did it. Um, it was actually 27 degree water, which I know sounds like, well, that possibly couldn't happen, but because it was ocean water, the sea, the salt can kind of, you can actually get below 32. So she got below 32 and was able to do this. So I talked with her about the breathing and um, it, it was just fascinating what, you know, she was wonderful to be able to kind of work with my wife and I to be able to kind of get that down. And we were both able to be able to do cold water. So this was great. I encompassed that with um, the cold water and just immediately started stepping into 35 degree water. Um, she's a free diver. So I really embraced the whole breath holding aspect of it. And so, you know, I, I started doing breath holds and some of the stuff that I even do in the beginning is kind of almost like table, like it's apnea to be yeah. able to kind of get yourself because in order for you to kind of do what you do, especially with cold water, there's really a couple aspects that you have to do you know, step one is believing in what you do. You know, you just can't do this as a dare. You just can't jump in. You know, you know um, that cold shock is something that's really real. And, and it's what people drill on in terms of, you know, you can drown. You can, you know, you know, this is really, this can be dangerous, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and I don't mean to make it sound light, but if you know what you're doing, that doesn't happen. Right. And so if you can be able to get your breathing to a point that you can bring yourself to a, um, a more calm state, because your, your, your body's smart. If you step into something cold, the first thing your body's going to do is try to protect you. And so it's going to protect you. Your, your heart's going to race. If you can begin to try to take control of your body by doing the breathing and slowing that down, and you can step in slowly. And I do, even when I, you know, I'm not one who jumps in, you know, it's funny. I watched the plungers uh, on New Year's Eve. I mean, on uh, New Year's day. 
and they don't know how to do cold water and they run in and they dive in. And that's really bad. You don't want to do a shock to your system. But if you can slowly immerse to your, you know, to your waist, to your chest, to your uh, neck, uh, to your chin, and then be able to go in, you're there. And it's all about breathing and kind of being in the moment, understanding what you're doing and being in control of your body and listening to your body. And that's really what I do. It is, for me, it's very relaxing. It is, it brings you right into the moment. And I get so much out of being able to do cold water immersion. And that's how I started. Um, Began to do kind of the breath holds. And it is amazing There's something, you know, when you do a breath hold in cold water, your, um, it's called the mammalian reflex. Your heart rate starts to slow down immediately. Yeah. And you can hold your breath longer. And I just think it's fascinating to be under the water and, you know, under the ice and kind of seeing up and stuff. It's something that is just, it's hard to describe to others. It's something that you just really want to experience, but it, it, it really centers me. It brings me a whole lot of solitude. Uh, it, 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 it really kind of puts everything into perspective for me. And you have such a high when you get out, you feel so good um, that you do get addicted to this and I'm addicted to it. I love doing it. I, I cold plunge every day and it doesn't have to be 35 degree water. You know, you can do it in 65, even in 70 degree water. You know, you can do this, you know, whether it be a cold shower, whether it be, you know, um, either a tank or uh, a barrel or, you know, some type of you know, little pool in your back, you can certainly do this. Yeah. You can do wild swimming, whether it be ocean or lakes, you know, it doesn't have to be real, real extreme. You know, um, for me, I'm excited now that I love the beach. I was, you know, to the beach today. Um, and now I used to get depressed at the end of the season because it was like, oh, geez, you know, I'm, I'm done till next, next summer. Right. And now <laughs> I can do, I can do, you know, 365, you know, yeah. I, I get excited to go to the beach when it snows. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's cool to be able to do so long as you know how to breathe and what the net effect is. And also even when you get out of the water, you know, the smart things, how to warm yourself, what to do. Um, this is something I'd love to be able to show others and help them to be able to do. Well, yeah, yeah totally. The uh, couple couple things I want to unpack there because you, sure. you shared a lot. Number one, I love how you said uh, it brings you into the moment because that's so yep. true, right? Like it's, it's like doing anything that requires all of your focus, especially in the beginning as you're going in. You know, I, I have a... Um, like a hundred gallon uh, trough, basically. That oh. so it it you fill it with water. It's you you can put ice or not put ice. I, I usually lately have been putting ice in there. Um, but while you're going in, it's like nothing else matters in the moment, right? It's kind of like meditate. If you can hit that spot in meditation where your brain shuts off for a minute and you're just focused on nothing, or in this case, you're focused on some singular thing um that's one of the benefits and then once you're in there you know you're you're focused on your breath and then your heart rate does slow down and and just curious um i don't do breath holds typically i I, i'll dunk my head for you know five seconds or something at the end typically but um can you walk us through what that what that looks like and how long you're going in there for and, and so, nobody should do this unsupervised. We no, 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 no. Well, for it, good. I'm glad you understand that. No, um, my wife is free dive certified. Um, and so gotcha. um, she went through and, and worked with some amazing free divers. In fact, um, you know, world champion free divers. So it's actually been really cool. But um, with any of it, for me, it's very calming to be able to do um, breath holds. Um, you, as I said, the mammalian reflex, your heart rate slows, everything slows down and it's like, everything's in slow motion. So for me, what I do is I do some breathing beforehand. Um, especially when I was new, I had to do a lot of breathing because you're trying to overcome that heart rate, which is really, really pounding and going fast Right now, because I told, I really accept the cold. I want to feel it. And, and I know our audience who's listening won't believe this if they haven't done cold water and, and Noah, please feel free if it's different for you. But when you do really, really cold water, do you feel cold? 
Does your skin feel cold when you do it? No, 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 no. No one believes that. No, what happened? What happens when you step into really, really cold water? If it's 35, 40 degree water, what happens? What, what, what does your skin feel like? Yeah, well, you feel, you feel almost warm or, or hot in a way, but no one believes that. I think no. in your in your head you think you're you're going to be cold, right? Or in your in your mind you're thinking I'm going to be freezing. It's going to be so cold, but it's always much. I wouldn't say you feel hot necessarily, or at least not for me. But you feel comfortable, and your your skin temperature, like your skin, it, it almost feels like it's and and and. And it's not as extreme as burning, but you feel yeah. you feel a warmth in your skin. And, yeah. and what's amazing about that is it's your body. Your body is one of the most amazing things. From an adaptation state, your body will adapt to almost anything. And it will do everything it can to be able to protect you. So when you go into cold water, like I, I feel that it's as hard, maybe actually harder to go into water that's like, say, 60 degrees than it is to go into water that's 35 degrees. Because I get a feel warming sensation when I step into 35 degree water. I don't get that warming sensation when I get into 60 degree water. Yeah. Um, so it's it's funny, my body kind of knows when it's something it's extreme and it tries to make it less extreme for me. You know, being able to listen to your body is really, really important. Um, and, and I do the same thing when I do my breath holds. Now, you talked about, geez, how do you do that breath hold aspect? Um, for me, like I said, the breath holds are really calming. and. And, and I like to do it. Um, I never push it. I have someone watch me all the time because even if you really know how to hold your breath, um, again, you can black out, you know, so yeah. you, you want to be able to be smart about it. Um, so from a breath hold standpoint, I can, I can do, I can hold my breath more than four minutes. Um, but in cold water, um, it, sometimes it's easier for me to hold my breath in cold water. So like, in 35 degree water, the longest breath hold I've done is I've done 340 in that, in that type of water. Wow. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, that's sands a wetsuit. That's just basically a bathing suit. That's it. Um, so it's skins. Um, but it's calming. It's, it, 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 it just, it's easy. Um, a lot of times when you're in warmer water, you feel your heart rate right away. Whereas in, because of the mammalian reflex, anything 70 degrees or colder, your heart rate goes slower. You've almost feel nothing for the first minute, two minutes. I mean, it's really great. And then, and then you're working through contractions and that's where you have to understand your own system and how far you can go, you know? And so, you know, I will work through, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 contractions. Um, and you just, you got to be careful because someone's got to be watching you because you have to know when you can go. And I never push myself more than I need to. Most of the time when I'm doing breath holds, I'm doing somewhere between a minute, a minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes is comfortable for me. Past three minutes, I'm pushing. And that's where you really need someone to be able to watch you and kind of go from there. But, you know, um, I, I routinely try to do two minute breath holds. Um, and that, I think that's a real easy, that's at about 50% of what I can do. That's a comfortable state. Um, and you know, the benefits to breath holding are really amazing to you as well. If you really do the science and, and just look some of the stuff up, just look benefits of breath holding benefits of cold water. There's so many benefits that you can get out of this. Um, and it, it's really, it's again, adapt, adaptation for your own system. Um, you know, you can really help yourself and a lot of the benefits in cold water are mirrored in breath holding. So it's kind of interesting that cold water and, and breath work go hand in hand and the benefits go hand in hand as well. Yeah, totally, totally. What are, um, what are some of those benefits? So, you know, for cold water, obviously the first one and the reason I jumped in was, you know, the, to increase your metabolism, okay? Um, uh, yeah, I, I you burn more calories when you go into cold water. And, and I won't get real scientific. I'll make it real simple. Think about it this way, okay? When you go into something cold, your body is going to do everything it can to protect you. What's it going to do when you get cold? Yeah, burn calories. It's going to burn calories. I know it's, it's going to try to heat you up. It's going to turn on the furnace. How does it turn on the furnace? We have something called brown fat. And this is called... Um, thermogenesis, but we have something called brown fat. 
what it does is the brown fat activates and begins to burn the white fat. That's that stuff that you don't want around your arteries. You don't want that around your, your organs. That, that's what, you know, visceral fat, that's what makes this thing really tough. It burns that for fuel. So, you know, a lot of times even, you know, one of the, the trendy things is talking about ketosis and being able to get into that. Right. And it, it takes a long time, you know, no sugars. It, you know, it takes a while to be able to do this. You want to be able to burn fat. When you get into cold water, you immediately start to burn fat because your body needs to get warm. So this was the, the research that I did. And I went, God, you know what? I can't, I, I'm just not a keto type of guy. I, I, I need some type of sugar in my life. I need some type of sweets. You know, it just, it is what it is. So I can't, it's hard for me to do that, to cut out compl- all the carbs. Um, and so I did this as a way to be able to you know, burn fat. I've really wanted to be, I don't really care how much I weighed. I care yeah. more about what my percentage of body fat is, and that's going to make a difference. And so in doing that, um, I lost five sizes. I went from a 42 to, a, to basically a 32. Um, and and I, I, I feel great. So that was one of the big benefits for me first was to be able to, to lose weight. Now, not everybody loses weight when they do cold water. And there's a reason for that. So especially in, in, um, in the UK with wild swimming, a lot of them, when they do cold water swims, they then come out of the water. The first thing they do to warm up, they celebrate, they do cakes, which is kind of like pancakes. It's a big breakfast. What the research shows is that when you do cold water, yeah, you will expend a whole lot of calories. In fact, if you end up shivering for 10 to 15 minutes, that's the equivalent of an hour of moderate exercise. And that's anywhere from 400 to 600 calories. So you know, when I do a cold water thing, if I'm in for 10, 15 minutes, I can shiver anywhere from 15, 20 minutes, a half an hour. That's like a two hour workout. Mm -hmm. So from a convenience stake, wow, if I can be in cold water for 10 to 15 minutes and I shiver for, again, 10 to 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, I'm getting as much as a two hour workout. That's a great burn. Yeah. But the only problem is most people, and the, the, the surveys show this, the research shows this, to be able to overcompensate, your brain goes, hey, you need to eat food and you'll overeat. All I've done in terms of being able to make this work is be disciplined and not overeat. You know what? I try to be able to have a, a, a modest, whatever I have, something modest. I try to stay within, you know, 15 to 1800 calories. And so unlike the wild swimmers who come out and will eat a huge, you know, carbohydrate filled, you know, pancakes, bacon, you know, sausage, all types of stuff. I just don't do that. I try to stay, I'll do a protein shake. Yeah. Um, and, and that was kind of, it worked. It worked really, really well. So the first benefit that I jumped in, the reason I did it was to be able to lose weight. There are better benefits than that. There are, we talked about longevity. It's been known that, especially in the Scandinavian countries or in, in Europe, the people who regularly do cold water immersion, they live longer. Um, that's a pretty good benefit as far as I'm concerned, especially in this pandemic. If I can live longer, I think that's a good thing. Um, (laughs) you know, the other thing is, you know, we talked about boosting your immunity. The, they did a survey, uh, uh, they were surveying, um, a group of German swimmers who did cold water and they found that they had less upper respiratory disease, uh, than others who didn't do cold water. So, you know, there's a whole immune system and it kind of makes sense. If your body is fighting real hard to be able to keep you warm, it's a fight things off to kind of do this. Um, it, it's gonna, you're bumping up your immune system. Think about it. When you take antibiotics, the way antibiotics works is that you're really giving yourself something that will force the body to fight off. And you're, you're basically getting your body to put up the dukes. Yeah. Well, in cold water, you're putting yourself into that situation, that means on a daily basis, your immune system's boosted. So that's a natural thing. Um, you know, for me, the hair, skin, uh, it's so much better to be able to do a bath in cold water than in hot water. The hot water drains your system. It sucks, you know, all the, the moisture out. This keeps your moisture in. Um, you know, there's, uh, for mood, I, I talked about the fact that when I do this, I'm so excited about it. I'm almost addicted to it you get endorphins that help you to be able to deal with which would normally most people look at cold water and think, Oh, it's torturous. Right. 
it's not torturous for us, is it, Noah? Mm-mm. We enjoy this. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's inviting. I look forward to it. Yep. Um, it, it's your body's adaptive, you know, way to be able to do it. So it, it adapts quickly. It it brings in endorphins. It brings in um, you know serotonin. It makes you feel better about yourself. You know, I'll be honest. When I was doing, I started to encompass after I started to feel comfortable with cold water and, and really wanted to feel it and enjoy it. Um, I started doing cold water swims. So I, I would go to the beach and, and would swim in, you know, in new England, you know, December, January, February, you know, it, it's frozen, you know, water temps, water, um, ocean water temps get down to about 35. Um, well, I was comfortable with that with my tank. So that's not a big deal from there. And it was really, it was cool to be able to watch the reactions of fellow new Englanders, you know, here I am, you know, going on the beach, you know, walking in, no hesitation with all, swimming for 10 to 15 minutes, coming out, and they're like, oh my God, how did you do this? It was amazing to me. I thought, I felt a little uncomfortable first doing it because I'm like, geez, somebody's got to think I'm crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what? I didn't get that. I got people who first were, there was two types of reactions. One was, oh my God, I'm really concerned for you. This is, you know, how can you do this? You're too cold. You know, you should be wrapped up. You should be bundled. And the funny thing I laughed about it was most of those people who were really concerned about me being too cold would spend 10 to 15 minutes talking to me on the beach while I'm standing in a Speedo, you know, um, cold. Right, um, right, and I'm right. like, if you were really cold, let me get back in my car. But right. I-, I love talking to them <laughs> because I'm trying to help them to be able to see what the benefits are to this. Yeah. Um, you know, the second aspect of it is that, it, you know, the people who were just like, I can't believe you do this. It's not so cool. How, how can you do this? They, they just wanted to be able to understand it more. And they treat you like you're a superhero. And I mean, it's just, it's so gratifying to be able to do this thing that everybody goes, God, I don't know how you could do it. I could never do that. And we know anybody could do this, you know, and it's so good for you that, you know, I, I'm excited to be able to try to show somebody some of this stuff. But there's so many things, you know, I dropped my cholesterol medication, um, you know, inflammation, you know, one of the real killers for us right now is inflammation, especially as you get older, you know, um, it's hard. If you can bring down inflammation without using hydroprofen constantly, yeah. um, this is a great thing. There's so many different aspects to cold water that can help to be able to boost your, you know, not only your physical, but your mental and your spiritual aspect of it. Um, I just, I don't know why more people in the U.S. aren't doing it. And I think it's basically comes down to misconception. Yeah, 100%. Well, it, sound, it does sound crazy. It does look crazy. And it's like such a foreign concept to people that it, there's something that you can do that's basically free, especially if you go in nature and do it, right? Yep. And you can just, you know, go handle your business and uh, start to see the benefits. So. Yeah, we, we, or I should say, I had kind of like an allure to it. I don't really know why, um, but it just always intrigued me from the first time I saw, you know, polar plunges and then started hearing about Wim Hof and other people like that. And, uh, and now it's just something that, you know, it's part of the routine. You, you know, it's funny, you, you build it up and, and I think because you're kind of a positive mental attitude type of guy, you see challenges as something that can make you better. And I'm the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And so when I saw a challenge, boy, I, you know, it's really hard to do this. Let me see if I can do this. Or I want to know what that feels like. Um, and so 100%. there wasn't the aversion maybe that other people have with it. But what's funny for me now is to me, it never felt like a real, real struggle. It, it, it was such a personal, it, I was proud of what I was doing. And then when I started seeing results, this is enjoyable. And yeah. it's funny, if you look on social media, and I would challenge anybody who thinks what we're doing is crazy. If you look on social media and you look at people who do cold water, there's a common theme that you'll see. They're laughing. They're happy. There's, there's, no, there's no gutted out type of stuff. The people who are gutting it out, if they look like they're bothered by it, they don't know how to do it. And they're not breathing right. They're not doing the right things. There's, a, there's an enjoyment. There's a high that you get from this. And everybody is laughing and smiling when they do it. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't think you can laugh and smile if this was torture. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, I, I think the, like a, the opposite of this would be 
you know, going into a sauna or something like that, right? Yep. Sweating it out. And, yep. And we have a sauna here at the house. And I, I think the, I actually think that is more um, torturous, much more, because especially after 10, 15 minutes in there. Uh, oh, I totally agree. Than the cold. And it's yep. funny that you said that because I was just thinking, you know, most people are not afraid to go in a sauna. Yep. But that's actually much more intense, I think, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I, I think sim- it could be similar benefits, us. right? I think there's yeah. similar benefits, but um, it's it's just an interesting concept of, of what's acceptable and what's not. You know, the only thing I, I will say is that bumping up your metabolism is probably more a cold thing than a hot yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, although, you know, there's a lot of people that do, you know, the, the hot yoga and yeah. you are, you, you are burning calories when you're doing that. But once you stop, you're, you're not getting any more burn. What's nice about the cold is that when you get too cold, your body is kind of trying to bump you up and you can get colder than hotter. Yeah. So the, the response time to get you back to, you know, status, you know, um, from a hot standpoint, you know, you're only going down, let's face it, you know, five, 10 degrees. Yep. When we're getting in here, you know, the, the extremes are a little bit more, though your own body system, quite honestly, you know, it, even when we're in 35 degree water, we don't go to, I mean, our body temperature doesn't go down that far. Right. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the, if you took a thermometer type of thing, you know, you're only probably moving down a few degrees. But, you know, from a skin temperature standpoint, I know I've taken, you know, we use the guns to be able to kind of see what's going on. And from a skin temperature standpoint, my skin temperature, when you're in 30 degree, 35 degree water for a while, my skin temperature will go into the 50s. Yeah. Um, you know, and you got to bring that back up. And I've found that when, you know, the, on the few times that I've done sauna, once I get out of the sauna, I feel pretty good pretty quickly afterwards. You know, yeah. I can get back to my regular state. And I will tell you, in some of my cold things now, like what I do from a regular basis, I work an hour away. And my morning routine is go into any type of cold water, anything that's sub 70 degrees. So like right now, my I, I keep my pool open until about December, which is crazy because most people close their pool by you know, just probably by September, you know, Labor Day, they're, they're closed. And I've got my pool open as late as I can until we really get a hard freeze and then I have to shut it down. Um, and so what I do is in the morning, I will go in my pool for 15 minutes. I'll come out, I'll take a cold shower, and then I'll get in my car and drive an hour to work. I'll shiver probably 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. And I've got the equivalent of a two hour workout. And it really was just getting up for 15 minutes and taking a shower. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's expediency. It's I, and now I lost the 35 pounds in about five months. Um, you know, I wanted to, I, I didn't want to lose this really fast. You know, they say, if you lose it two, two pounds a week, that that works out. So four to five months losing 35 is great. Um, and what I found now I'm, I'm more than a year in, you know, a year out of losing 35 pounds. And right now I'm in exactly the same weight. I've been able to maintain by just doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, the only other things that I've added, I've added some push-ups. Um, I've done a little bit of you know, just um, light um, uh, dumbbell work just to be able to, you know, just from a vanity standpoint, have some biceps, be able to kind of, you know, try to increase muscle mass. That's mm-hmm. what I've tried to do. A lot of protein shakes to be able to kind of help myself out. That's really all I've done. I wanted to go back to gyms. I started to go back to, a, I started to go to a gym but within, within about three weeks, the pandemic turned bad. Uh, that was in October. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I can't be doing something that's healthy and put my life at risk because people weren't wearing masks. And, you know, and, and when you're lifting, you're, you're blowing out so much more air. And I understand that. That's why they don't want to wear masks. You know, yeah. I, I certainly understand that. But you're also spewing off so much. That's not what you want to do. So I'm like, you know what? I can work in my backyard. I can do some of the things. Um, I can use what I've got here. It's really easy. It isn't hard on my joints. Um, and it's something that works. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I've got a maintenance program that I just think is awesome. is great because I still, I can eat things that I enjoy. Um, I, I still occasionally have a drink, you know, here and there and stuff like that. Um, I can have fun and yet I can maintain where I am. And that's just, that just feels great. And I didn't spend, you know, a lot of these places that if you want to lose 35 pounds, 
and do, and have a maintenance program. You're spending thousands to do that. And, yep. and the cost was to fill up my tank outside. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about the, the mental aspect of it? You know, not, sure. not when you're actually in the water or, um, or shivering or things like that, but you know, how has it changed your mentality um, since you were, you were talking about getting into it after sort of a life altering event with losing your job and, you know, maybe, maybe some, uh, some feelings of depression and, or, you know, just oh, kind of being, being lost in, in where you were. Um, yep. How is, how has that helped? Well, you know, the, the thing is, it is such a mental blow and, and maybe rightly or wrongly, for some reason, males tend to really ascribe their value to their job. And Absolutely. when, when someone says to you, you know what, we don't need you. Okay. And I don't care what excuse they give you, but when they say we don't need you, I'm a guy that played sports and part, being part of a team is really important. And when you're cut from a team and that's really what it felt like, you just cut, um, your services aren't needed. You don't, they don't see your value. Boy, if somebody doesn't see your value, it gets hard to be able to believe in yourself and see your own value. Yeah. And really quickly, I started to go, oh, my God, what happens in the pandemic if I can't find a job? What happens? You know, I'm going to have to do something on my own, maybe to help others. And so I'm in the gig economy. Now, I was doing admissions and marketing and admissions. And so I'm like, well, maybe I can try to help other people get into college. But if you remember in the pandemic, you know, again, people are really, really thinking, rethinking everything. And so, you know, colleges were going to be desperate to grab students. So a lot of these kids weren't going to need all that help to get into college because a lot of colleges are desperate to take people in. Right. So it, it gets kind of funny. I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? You know, I love, it's easy to be able to fall into a stupor, feel sorry for yourself, fall into that deep depression. And I said to myself, you know what? I've got to make myself better. I'm going to, I'm going to accept responsibility in that I need to be better. Okay. Oh, yeah. I may reject the fact that they rejected me, but I've got to be able to make myself better. And we should be doing that on a conscious basis every day anyways. Right. Yeah. So I said to myself, let me make myself better. The first part of this is belief. I needed to believe in something. And the first thing was, let me find a way to make me be better. So I had to believe in me to be able to say that I can do this. I had to find a mechanism that would do that. And then I had to follow through. And everyone says it's hard to believe in yourself, but I think a lot of people can say, you know what? Yeah, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And the optimal word is I think. And maybe they can find something that they could do. I think we all agree that we should work out more and eat better and, you know, and do these things. The hard part is getting yourself to do it. And that's that thing where you really, the mental gymnastics that you've got to go through to be able to say, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. I want to do this. I need to do this. Getting yourself to do, getting yourself to execute, that's what's hard. Yeah. And what I love about cold is that concept of cross-adaptation. When you can step into a cold tank of water that most people would think would be torturous, and you can find solace, you can find enjoyment, you can be proud of what you do. When you get out of that tank, you can take that lesson and do other things. I'll give you a perfect example. In my lifetime, I've probably, prior to this year, I've probably done 100 pushups. <laughs> um, I'm 58, I'm 59 now. So, I mean, I just don't do push-ups. It was just never something that I wanted to do. But if you look at one thing that you could do from a complete, you know, use my whole body type of thing, push-up is a great thing. Yeah. You know, you're using a whole lot of your body to be able to do that. And it was funny. There was, I lost my mom to, um, I lost my mom to dementia, uh, to Alzheimer's. And uh, the American, uh, the, the first, the American Cancer Society was doing a push-up thing. Um, and so I, I did one and they were doing it for um, cancer. My mom had colorectal cancer and then went into the hospital and never came out. Um, and eventually um, she succumbed. Um, and, and, you know, part of it was, it was dementia. She just stopped thriving. She stopped eating. And it was, it was, it was awful. Um, and so I said to myself, you know, American Cancer Society, let me kind of jump in. And they were doing this thing called a push-up challenge. They wanted you to do 17 push-ups each day. Well, I hadn't, I'd never, you know, I, I don't do 10, I don't do five. So I'm like, you know what? What I started doing when I get out of the tank, 
they want you to do something to warm up and you have to be smart about it. And Wim Hof does these horse stances and there's some other things. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly understand Wim, but there's some things I wanted to do something that had more benefit to me than say the horse stance. And I said, you know, I wonder if I can do something to be able to, you know, do something that's healthy. And I went, you know what, let me try a push up. And when you're cold, you know, that's the one thing I will tell you when you're cold, trying to warm up, you will do anything to get yourself warm. Right. And so right. I started doing some push-ups, and, you know, you had to learn the one thing I realized. And the reason why I couldn't do push-ups was I didn't know how to breathe. And I started using some of the same breathing methods that I did with the cold water. And I found out that my tolerance was much better that I was stopping myself from doing push-ups because I couldn't breathe right. And as you started to breathe, your ability to be able to tolerate gets larger. And so I started with doing 10 push-ups and then I would do, let's see if I can do 15 and then 20 and then 25. And then I started to be able to see how far I could go on how many push-ups I could continue to do. So I got to 125 was the best that I would do. And then I'm saying to myself, you know what, let me dial it down because you don't want to- 125 in a row? Yeah. So you're you're 58 and you're knocking out 125. Well, I'm 59 now. January will be 60. Okay. That's Um, pretty, that's pretty damn good. Uh, And I'm telling you, it's from the cold because all of a sudden your ability to deal with pain becomes different and it isn't pain. It's just, you know what, you know, you start playing little games in terms of, you know, well, you know what, I'll do another 10, I'll do another five, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, they want, you know, even when I'm doing like curls, you know, a lot of times most people do, you know, six, eight, 10, 12 curls. I do 50. Um, and that's not like it's a big deal, but, but what I do is I will count to 10 and then maybe count back from five or I'll, you know, there's little games that you can play. Like when I do the tank, a lot of times I'll play music Yeah. and I'll say to myself, you know, I'll stick in for three songs. I don't know how long the songs are going to be, but I'll stick in for the three songs. And, and it's just a different way to be able to look at it. The ability that you can do all of this is mental. Your ability to be able to do comes down to, it's the mental aspect. Can you get yourself to do? Can you push yourself to do more? Yeah. It's that simple. And a lot of it comes down to your own belief system, believing in yourself and being able to be taller, to tolerate. I've got comfortable with being uncomfortable and it doesn't scare me. It's no big deal. And, and that's how I've got a chance to even swim. You know, I'm not a swimmer and yet now I swim and I swim in really cold water, but I also swim in comfortable water. It doesn't much matter now. I'm starting to really enjoy that. And that's something I never did, but you can do so much more when you allow yourself to do, when you start to understand that you can push yourself to do more and that you really enjoy the accomplishments. And I do, I enjoy the accomplishments. When I get a chance to do this stuff, I'm proud of what I do. And I think the social media aspect has been fun because I can show people and and it may sound, it may look like it's braggadocious and it's not, I'm kind of blown away that I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And the one thing I will encourage everybody else to is my God, if I can do it, anybody else can do it. And, you know, and obviously that's why I'm excited to show people. That's amazing. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing all that. And, and your story is, is really cool. And you can, I can just feel and hear the, uh, the energy and the excitement and the, the PMA that you have coming, you know, out of every word that you're saying and doing and living. And that's the same way I felt when I hung up the phone with you, uh, last week. So it, part of the, part of the, the goal of this show is to, is to help people who may be struggling or maybe, you know, just in a rut or whatever, um, implement one or two things in their life that can help make a change. And uh, I always tell people, you know, you may listen to something and, and you take out, you know, 1% from this and 1% from that. Um, so if somebody's struggling right now, what are some, what's a, what's a simple, easy recommendation that they could do with regards to the cold or the breath work um, that they could implement and try for a day, a week, a month, whatever? Yep. Yep. Uh, what would you recommend? You know, the one thing that I would say is, and this has got to be the key to all of it, because it really is what you believe. Okay. And I'm going to say something that's incredibly simple, but I really, really believe is something incredibly powerful. Okay. And it's this, you can do more than you think. Mm 
If you can understand that, okay? The one thing that we all do as humans is we underestimate ourselves. We underestimate what we can do. We've all seen those amazing stories where a mother picked up a car to be able to help their child. Well, she could never pick up a car in any other situation, but in that situation, because it was a dire situation, it was her baby, she could do something that she never believed she could do. Yeah. What we don't know as humans, and I don't hear it enough, Noah, I'll be honest, is that we can do more than we believe. And if you have that mentality, if you understand that that little secret is there, that you can do more than you actually believe, and you start to actually try to put that into play, you'll, you can do anything. So whether it be, you know, in breath holding, you know, in, in the breathing, if you can get yourself, like my goal was when I was doing cold water in the beginning was, you know what, when I get into the tank, I don't want my heart racing. And, and I will tell you, when you first start this, the very first thing, you can convince yourself and you can say, I'm, you know what, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And you put that toe in and immediately your heart races. Mm-hmm. And I would pull my foot back out and go, no, I need to breathe more. And I need to try to get in control of this thing. And I started to be able to really start to hone in on the breathing and slowing my heart rate down. And what you realize is that when you start to step into the water, we talked about the mammalian reflex, as you start to go into water like that, and especially if there's you know, any breath holding, your heart will slow down. You can find a way to slow your heart down. Once you slow your heart down and you're not dealing with that cold shock, everything becomes simple and it becomes enjoyable and you can reap all the benefits, but it's getting over that first hurdle. And that first hurdle is first, it's always mental. There is always, a, there's certainly an, an, a physical aspect to it. And in our case, it was, hey, that heart's going to take over and go fast. And then, nope, I'm going to pull it back. And a lot of times to pull back automated systems, when your computer isn't working, what's the first thing you do? Control, alt, delete, right? right, right. You shut it off. You shut it off. Well, for your brain, the way to be able to do that, it's breathing, right? You can't, you can't breathe. If, if you're not breathing, you can't do anything. So that breath holding, the using your breath can really make a difference to be able to override all of this stuff. And it goes hand in hand. And, you know, you think about it, right? You know, how many times do we use the thing, you know, when you get excited, oh my God, it took my breath away. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, it, that's that stuff. You know, if all of a sudden you get really scared, you see people, they hold their breath and they don't even realize they're holding their breath. Breath is really the essence of it all. And let's face it, you know, we, we part this world. The last thing that we do is we take our final breath. It's about breath. If you can start to understand breath, none of us breathe correctly. We don't breathe enough. Um, we don't breathe efficiently because we don't think about it because it's automated. If you can become more conscious of your breath and be able to use the power of breath, it will open up so much more power, so many more opportunities for you. And that's what I tapped into when doing cold. I learned how to breathe right. That gave me ability to be able to use the cold. And the cold gave me ability to be able to do more than I've ever done before. You know, I was talking to you a little bit about the push-up stuff. I st- and the first one in January, I did one in January for the American Cancer Society. And I did, instead of 17 push-ups, I decided to try to do every other day, I tried to do essentially 175 push-ups. So for the month I did 5,000 push-ups. And I was like, that was really cool. And I was convinced that I didn't want to do push-ups every day because I wanted to give my muscles a chance to recover and rest. I wanted to build muscle. In June, there was a, an Alzheimer's one and they were doing a 17 push-up thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do 300 push-ups, 333 push-ups a day for the 30 days. And that will get me over to 10,000 push-ups. And I was able to do it. Um, I wasn't able to do 333 every day. There was a couple of days that I couldn't do as many. I did like a hundred a couple of days because something was going on. Um, and so I had to kind of double up and triple up. The most I did was 700 in, in one day. Um, and what I started to do was also, you know, it's one thing to do. I know seven sounds, 700 sounds like a lot, but if you break it over, you know, 10 or 15 hours, you know, we're up 16 hours. And, you know, that it ends up being not a whole lot. I, I like how you just said, uh, some days I was only able to knock out a hundred, you know, people, are, people, are, <laughs> people are listening to this going, holy, you know, 
Holy but <laughs> it beca- it becomes easy. And and, yeah. and 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 what I started doing was trying to make more of a challenge of it. So it was like, how many can I do in ten minutes? How many how many can I do in twenty minutes? You know. And so I was trying to right. do, you know, like I, I started to do every day one hundred to two hundred push ups just before I went to work in the 10 to 20 minutes. So I do my tank, I'd actually, I do my five, you know, my, my 15 minutes and I'd say, okay, how many can I, can I do in 10 minutes? And so you, you, you know, you do a round of, you know, 25 or 50, and then you do another round of 25 and another, and all of a sudden quickly you're at a hundred or 200 and you go, wow, I, I really did this. This is really great. Yeah. Um, but, but that's that part where I could, you know, before this, I couldn't do 10 and now I'm doing, you know, 150 in 10 minutes. And you're going, how do you do that? you can do more than you realize and you just have to put your mind to it. And that's that positive mental attitude. You know, I, I believe in myself. I believe I can do, I'm excited to do, but I accept if I can't and I know I'll do better the next day and we'll push through. And that's why I didn't make the 333 every day. You know, I, and I, I listened to my body. I knew when to get out. I never push myself further than I think I can in cold because you know about after drop and the fact that even though you feel good, you don't want to wait till you feel bad in the water because when you get out, you get colder and, and that can be dangerous. But I listen to my body. I try to do what I can, but ultimately it comes down to that one mantra, which is, you know what, you can do more than you realize and believe in yourself and, and achieve. Love it. Love it. All right. Last or last two things. Uh, sure. Number one you have your, you mentioned your Facebook group, uh, cold water transformations. Yep. So, so what's quickly, what's the mission of that? And, and what, what are you hoping to accomplish with that? And, and, uh, how can people find you? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, I started out just saying, let me try to share some research. Let me just try to share some of my thoughts and ideas, and let me encourage others to share theirs because, the more we share, the more we realize that we have, you know, common goals, we have common ways, we've got tips that we can help each other. And, you know, the bottom line is my goal is to help everybody to be their best. If I can help you to be better, if somebody else can help you to be better, if you can help me to be better, you know, I'm not pompous. I'm still learning. I'm a student in this. I want to be able to learn as much as I can. I learn from others. They learn from me. We all learn from each other. So that's really the, the, the goal of the group. Share research, share tips, share inspiring stories, you know, um, have some fun contests. Um, you know, we, we did a contest, you know, you know, craziest pictures with people, you know, and I, I had a picture of me on a, a, a really a snowy beach with these people all bundled up and I'm in a Speedo. You know, I mean, I, you know, that's, you know, kind of different stuff. Yeah. Um, a couple of people were doing some stuff that, you know, they look like they were ice fishing and they, and the, the They've got their line in the water and the person was coming out of the water. I mean, it was really fun, you know, and and it's just, it's a creativity of it, but it's like, you know, here's what we're using cold water. We're doing some things that people think can't be done and we're doing it. We're showing it can be done. I'm excited now. I'm, I'm actually starting to reach out to some people in the group and I'm really fortunate. We got some real superstars in the group and I, I want to start doing Facebook live events where we do little interviews, kind of podcast like, but little interviews where we interview people who have done some amazing things with cold water. And I'm really just trying to help everybody in their cold water journey. So it really is it's a sharing group. I want people to share pictures, share ideas, share thoughts, anything that we see that we can help us make us better. That's what we want to do. So the, the address is really simple. It's Facebook dot com slash groups slash cold water transformation um and you can just kind of jump on there or if you want just on facebook just in groups just you know just search for cold water transformations and uh you'll see that stuff there and uh, we'd love to be able to have you on um i'm i'm talking with a um woman who set the world record for an under ice swim um she's a uh a free diver who uh, was in an automobile accident, had her leg crushed, and she ended up having to use cold water to relieve the pain and started to realize that she could do all that she could in warm waters, she could do in cold water. And so she's just recently set the world record and it's just, her name is Joanna Noblad and she's amazing. And I'm really excited to be able to interview her. We're gonna do that later this month. And then I've started to talk with other people in the group about sharing some of their ideas and stories. And um, I'm really excited about the aspect of learning from others, having them tell their stories. You know, people follow people who believe what you believe. Yeah, that's a Simon Sinek thing. I'm a big Simon Sinek fan. Yeah. 
Um, and that's what I want to do. That's what you're doing. You know, you're sharing, you're, you're finding people who have a positive mental outlook, positive mental attitude, and you're, you're helping to showcase them. And I really appreciate it because that's what we need right now. You know, this pandemic has trapped people inside. They're scared. Um, you know, we've got, it's a certainly divisive right now in terms of how people are handling this. And um, this is a time we should be together and united, not divided. A hundred percent. A hundred percent great way to uh, kind of drop the mic. So I'm not even gonna, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to, to top that. Thank you, Bill, so much. I uh, appreciate your time. I love what you're doing. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking again soon. I have no doubt. And uh, I'm, I'm following your journey, man. So let's uh, Hey, I appreciate it. Oh, and just one thing, my Instagram account is a little bit more complicated, but it, but it, it's pretty simple. It's at um, cold underscore water underscore transformations. Uh, you can see me there as well. Um, I'd love to be able to help you in your cold water journeys and be able to see some of the benefits and stuff. And uh, again, Noah, thanks so much for doing this because it's really important. We've, we've got to have people feel good about themselves and know that they can do more. Absolutely, Bill. Thank you. And I'll link uh, all your all your stuff, your social media and uh, in the show notes. So people Thank, can find thanks. you and, and we can keep talking, man. So take care. I, have I, a great day. Thank you so much. You we'll too. Talk soon. All right. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye-bye.